Welcome to Limitless Love. I'm your host, Sony. I help powerful women find the love they deserve by cultivating more sensuality, playfulness, and abundance in their romantic lives. Are you a successful woman who is killing it in her career but can't seem to get it together when it comes to men and dating? You are used to being recognized as being the best at what you do. You've got a condo, maybe a shiny new car. You take fabulous girls trips around the world, spend your weekends wine tasting and shopping. From the outside looking in, you seem to have it all. But you're missing real romantic connection. It feels like every man you meet is wrong for you. You are meeting men who are intimidated by your success, emotionally unavailable, and you have convinced yourself that it will never happen for you. Well, I've got good news for you, babe. You're dead wrong. Real, authentic love is waiting for you. You can have it all. I know this because I have been in your shoes. In this podcast, I will help you on your path to love by sharing my expert guidance, tips and techniques. You are meant for love. You are meant to have it all. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, my loves. Welcome to another episode of The Limitless Love. I'm your host, Sony Pelty. In today's episode, I am riffing on self-love. Self-love, self-love, self-love. The word self-love is thrown around so loosely these days. So what exactly is self-love? The dictionary definition is the instinct by which One's actions are directed to the promotion of one's own welfare or well-being, especially an excessive regard for one's own advantage. Um, That really doesn't give us clarity as to what self-love really is. I thought I used to love myself a lot. I used to take care of myself and my body. I would go for regular massages, spa days, manicure and pedicures, hair color, eat good quality organic food, work out, go on vacations, buy expensive clothes, etc., etc. I lived more than half my life thinking that this is self-love. Then in my early 40s, I realized I really didn't love myself because if I did, I wouldn't have stayed in my toxic marriage for as long as I did. And I wouldn't have bent over backwards for every person in my life. So what really is self-love then? It is being kind to yourself. It is falling in love with your own company, not trying to fit in, having healthy boundaries, being able to say no, not overgiving, stop people pleasing. That's what self-love truly is. And you know what? I did everything opposite of what self-love is. I was a people pleaser, an overgiver, a good girl. I had zero 
boundaries. And I definitely didn't know how to say no. And I always tried to fit in. I looked for external validation as a source of love. I was attaching my worthiness to someone else's wagon, which is a very dangerous proposition because when we do that, we are at the whim of something or someone else. And we don't have the sense of self-love grounded within us. So why did I bring self-worth in here when we are talking about self-love? Because self-worth is one of the components of self-love. And deep down, because I was doing all these things that are not self-love, I had low self-worth. When I was in middle school, I wasn't the most popular girl in school. I was bullied and I would do anything to be a part of the cool girls club. I was always trying to chase the gold stars, always trying to fit in, trying to do things that will portray me as cool. That pattern carried over into my adult life. I was hugely defined by my friends and I was always trying to make everyone happy. It felt like I woke up with a mission daily of making everyone happy. And when we are trying to make everyone around us happy, we are sacrificing our happiness. I was told countless times, Sony, you are generous to a fault. A Facebook post from 10 years back comes to mind where I posted a status. I'm quoting here now. I can only please one person a day. Today is not your day. Tomorrow doesn't look good either. To which a friend responded, ha, that status post is so not you. You couldn't walk away from an opportunity to please everyone even if you had a gun to your head. You are too nice. Ouch. Ouch. That comment has stuck with me. And I can still remember it till this day. How much of a chronic people pleaser and overgiver I was. The word no wasn't in my vocabulary and I had zero boundaries. When my ex-sister-in-law delivered her first child, every weekend I went to Dallas with my ex and his family to help them out even though I hated it. I didn't say no. And even when I did bring it up that I didn't feel like going, I wasn't given any choice and had to go. I never turned down an invitation I received from my friends for the fear of missing out. And like I said before, I would do anything to be a part of the cool girls club. My friends defined me. These are just a few examples from my life. And the list goes on and on of how I put others before me. And the way you show up in one area of your life is how you show up in all areas of your life. So when I started dating after my divorce, this pattern carried over with men too. I was too accommodating, saying yes to last-minute dates. 
If I would get a call from a guy at 9 p.m. asking me out and I was already in bed, guess what I would do? I would jump out of bed, get dressed, and go meet him. So not attractive. I would buy men gifts. Basically, by doing all this and being nice and not saying no and not setting boundaries, I was thinking I will get their love. They will see what a good girl I am, what a catch I am, and they will want to be with me. Instead, what happened was that I was taken for granted. And what I got to hear a lot was, I was a nice woman, but they are not feeling it for me, or I deserve better, and they're not good for me. Being a good girl, a nice girl, doesn't build attraction. Being high value does. Deep down, I didn't think I was worthy of love and I felt I had to do, do and do and please men to be loved. Once I started doing the deep inner work and started working on myself and started strengthening my relationship with myself and I adopted a self-love perspective, my whole life turned around. Not just with men, but every relationship in my life changed. Our relationship with ourselves mirrors all the relationships in our life. So the first relationship to improve is the one you have with yourself. Then all the other relationships improve too. A happy person is very attractive to others. If you are looking for more love, then you need to love yourself more. This means no criticism, no complaining, no blaming or whining, and no choosing to feel lonely. It means being very content with yourself in the present moment and choosing to think thoughts that make you feel good now. Work on yourself. Work on loving yourself nonstop. Demonstrate the growing love you have for yourself. Treat yourself to romance and love. Show yourself how special you are. Pamper yourself. Buy yourself flowers for your home and surround yourself with colors, textures, and scents that please you. Life always mirrors back to us the feelings we have inside. As you develop the inner sense of love and romance, the right man to share your growing sense of intimacy will be attracted to you like a magnet. If you want to go from loneliness thinking to fulfillment thinking, then you need to think in terms of creating a loving mental atmosphere around you. Let all those negative thoughts about love and romance fade away. And instead, think about sharing love, approval, and acceptance with everyone you meet. When you are able to contribute to the fulfillment of your own needs, then you won't be so needy and codependent. It has to do with how much you love yourself. When you truly love who you are, you stay centered, calm, and secure. And your relationship with your man and everyone else in your life is wonderful 
and you attract the man who will adore you. You will find yourself reacting to various situations and people differently. Matters that once may have been desperately important won't seem quite as crucial anymore. New people will enter your life and perhaps some old ones will disappear. This can be kind of scary at first, but it can also be wonderful, refreshing, and exciting. Once you are clear about this issue in your mind and you know what you want in your relationship, you must go out and be with people. No one is suddenly going to appear at your doorstep. Be open, be receptive, and the universe will respond to you, bringing you your highest good. So once I learned this secret and what true self-love really is, it was time to adopt these self-love perspective and change my relationship with myself. So I quickly share with you some ways I started practicing self-love. I started to be more kind to myself. Realize that you are unique. There's only one like you on this planet and you are irreplaceable. Own yourself for who you are, your ethnicity, color of your hair, your height and your accent, whatever it is, own it. Be in acceptance and non-resistance mode when it comes to you. Accept who you are mentally and emotionally and where you are physically. Accept all pieces of you. Being who you are is your best bet to bringing the right man in your life. If there is something you don't like, then begin creating a new reality for yourself through change and move forward. The second is fall in love with your company. I cannot stress this enough. You cannot be lonely if you like the person you are alone with. I love this quote from Dr. Wayne Dyer. There's a striking difference between loneliness and being alone. Loneliness occurs when you don't enjoy your own company. It doesn't matter whether you are with people or not, you will still feel lonely. Spending time alone, on the other hand, can be revitalizing, peaceful, and highly enjoyable. We are running away from ourselves, for example, by being very busy, spending too much time with friends after work or on weekends. We use this as numbing techniques when we don't want to sit with our feelings alone. Be comfortable with being with yourself. Sit with the feelings of loneliness. Sit alone with your voices and stop running away from yourself and your feelings. Give yourself a big hug. Start spending time with yourself. Read, have a warm bath, enjoy a glass of wine, or even take yourself out for a dinner or a movie. It was not until I got divorced in my early 40s did I ever take myself out to dinner alone. I remember for the first time, I took myself to my favorite sushi restaurant. I was sitting at the bar, enjoying my sushi and a glass of Chardonnay and chatting up with the bartender. And it felt so fantastic. And also, 
going for the first time to the movie all by myself. Be worthy of your own attention. The third self-love perspective to adopt is giving up the need to fit in. Brene Brown rightly puts it, fitting in is becoming who you think you need to be in order to be accepted. Belonging is being your authentic self and knowing that no matter what happens, you belong to you. In fact, fitting in is the greatest barrier to belonging. You don't have to change yourself to be accepted by anyone, not even a man. Show up and let yourself be seen for who you are. If it doesn't work with a man, don't take it personally. It's not about you. You are amazing and you are unique. The fourth one and the most important in my opinion is setting healthy boundaries. So what are boundaries? There are limits that we set for ourselves around what we will or will not do, will or will not tolerate, and will or will not accept. You and only you are responsible for what is inside your boundaries. If someone else is controlling your love, emotions, or values, they are not the problem. Your inability to set limits on their control is the problem. So start setting healthy boundaries. You're not being mean when you say no. Good boundaries run off the wackos and attract people who are into responsibility and relationship. Good boundaries help you to know how much to give and when to stop giving. Boundaries help you be yourself instead of losing yourself in someone else. There are physical boundaries, mental boundaries, material and emotional boundaries, verbal boundaries. I can talk for hours on boundaries. Maybe I will do an episode just on setting boundaries. But for now, no. Boundaries help healthy relationships flourish, no matter what relationship it is. And it removes people from your life who don't respect your boundaries and It's the highest form of self-love. The fifth self-love perspective to adopt is trusting your gut intuition. As women, we are born with a strong sense of intuition. Through life's conditions and living in the patriarchal world culture, we have lost the connection with our intuition. Tune into your intuition, follow it, and see how a situation is making you feel. Do you feel your body expand with joy when you encounter a certain situation with men or otherwise, or does it contract with fear or just not feeling good? Honor that. Honor your truth and speak your truth. I have this gleam in my eyes every time I share my story of transformation and talk about self-love. My face just lights up. It feels like I have found this secret sauce that I want to stand on top of the mountains and shout out loud and share it with all the women in the world. Loving yourself is so, so, so important. Once you start doing that, an amazing man will just be a byproduct of it. I'm here to help you strengthen your relationship with yourself. 
What are your takeaways from this episode? Share them with me. I will love to hear them. Tag me on Instagram, DM me, or send me an email. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Sending you lots and lots of love. Sending lots of love your way. Have a fantastic weekend. Love you all. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have loved this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really love this episode, I'd love if you beauties can leave me a review. For more love and dating advice, join my private Facebook community, Limitless Love. And for daily inspiration and fun, come hang out with me on Instagram at Sony Healthy. Until next time.